Hello everyone, welcome back to Hits. When you try to live in the U.S. for a longer period of time, what do you need to do? What should you do first? I combine my personal experience and the information I found on the internet to address this question. It is not only helpful for foreigners outside the U.S. but also for U.S. citizens. Let's dive right into it. First thing first, get a mailing address. In order to open a bank account or deal with some government institution, you will need to find a long-term place to stay or live so that you could get your mailing address. Secondly, apply for your driver's license ASAP. Why do you want to do that? Because your auto insurance bill will be calculated based on three major factors: the time period of you holding a valid driver's license. Your driving history and the cost of your car. The longer you hold a valid license, the cheaper insurance you could get. Even you don't have a car, you can still use your driver's license as your official ID to enter a bar, even get aboard on the domestic flight. But it has to be a real ID type of the driver's license. There are lots of benefits of getting driver's license in the U.S. Then right after your driver's license is your credit score. What you wanna do is to build up your credit score as early as possible. The higher credit score, the better. In order to get a higher credit score, first, you must not miss your payment. You should pay a portion of your bill if you can't pay a full amount of it. Secondly, you should always keep your utilization rate of your credit card lower than 10%. So those credit card companies will see you as a stable loaner. Third, keep your credit card active. You should use your credit card at least once a month to prevent the credit card companies from closing your credit card. Fewer active accounts means lower credit score. Now, what could an excellent credit score benefit you? An excellent credit score. Could help you to get a better mortgage rate and help you to apply for credit cards easily in the future. Furthermore, you could also receive normally one to five percent cashback from your daily purchases. Don't underestimate those cashback. It could even bring you a free five dollar worth boba tea every month if you spend a hundred dollars a month with five percent cashback. It sounds not too hard to do, right? However, keep in mind that you should always treat your credit card as cash. What that means is you only buy something when you have the same amount of money in your account, so you will never overspend on something you can't afford. Since every single penny you spend will cash back to your account, now we should manage our bank account as well. There are two kinds of bank accounts: savings account and checking account. You could apply for both of them at once. The checking account is for withdrawing money from the debit card or sending a check to someone. In contrast to checking account, the savings account is mainly for putting your savings for a longer period of time, because the interest rate of savings account is much higher than checking account. Then you will think, why I can't use a savings account for everything? 
The reason is that you are only allowed to transfer your money out from your savings account no more six times every month. So you really can't use it for daily purchases. And since you're gonna deposit almost all of your savings into that account for a long time, it will be best if you can find a bank offering a great APY, annual percentage yield. For example, if you deposit $5,000 into your savings account with 1.2% APY, you will get a $5 interest monthly, which is also equal to one free boba tea a month. If you have credit cards and a good APY savings account, it means you are saving money from both your expenses and savings. So right now, you only need to think about how to increase your cash flow, which we could talk about it more next time. Using a credit card and finding a high APY savings account are no-brainers, so please remember to do it. Now imagine after school, you are hired by a publicly traded company. You will need to figure out what is 401k, RSU restricted stock units, ESPT, employee stock purchase plan and health insurance no worries let's figure out one thing at a time 401k is like a pension account you can decide how much money to be deducted from your pre-tax salary since it's a pre-tax deduction your pre-tax salary will be lower so does your income tax remember Companies usually match only a certain amount of money with your 401k deduction. So once you reach the company's limit, your company will no longer deposit any money into your 401k account in that fiscal year. After you turn age 59.5, you can begin withdrawing your money from the 401k account without any penalty. Next, let's talk about RSU and ESPP. RSU is a stock bonus which usually gets vested partially when it reaches a certain date. For instance, if the RSU distribution frequency is four times in two years, then you will receive one-fourth of the total stocks after every six months and the whole process will last for a total two years. The purpose behind this is that companies try to keep their employees staying as long as they want since you can only get one-fourth of the total RSU every time. You will have no choice but to work for them longer. In contrast to RSU, the concept of ESPP is way simpler. The ESPP is to purchase your company's stock with your own money and with a discount. You need to set a purchase to salary ratio first, let's say 15%. Next, the company will deduct the amount of money and accumulate it over a period of time, for example, six months. Then when it reaches the designated period of time, six months, the company will compare to stock price, today's price and the price six months ago and choose the lower price with a 15% discount as the purchase price. Based on the price and the money you deposit, then back calculate how much stocks you can receive. Under any circumstances, you will have an instant 
15% gain if you sell it immediately after you received those shares. Therefore, I strongly recommend that if your company offers an ESPP, it's a no-brainer to receive free money. Alright, that summarizes today's story. Takeaway number one is to get your driver's license as early as you can so that you could get a better auto insurance deal. Takeaway number two, apply for a credit card as early as you can in order to receive a cashback from your expenses and build up your credit score earlier. Takeaway number three, find a good APY deal for your savings account and that you will be able to utilize your savings to make money for you. Finally, the company's ESPP is free money. Don't forget to enroll in the purchase plan. Hope you liked today's story. Talk to you later.